Thanks for listening. It's done it. Steve, yeah, here we are. Indeed. Hey. hey. S, how's it going? Can, mind if I call you S? That's fine. Hi. It's a happy feeling. Everybody's got a lot of energy. The uh, the energy swelled in the Twin Cities this weekend. The Super Bowl is six days away. Visitors are going to start pouring in as the week goes on. This is an exciting time to be in the it Twin is. Cities. It is, and we'll talk about some of the things that we got to do that relate to the Super Bowl. But in the meantime, the Grammys were on last night. We Big did deal. a watch-along. We did indeed. And it was uh, it was fun. We all came uh, came away with some of our, our favorite performances. And they were all kind of different. They were all pretty different. Yes. Um, Ryan, yeah. what was your favorite performance? Well, yeah, I would have uh, told you this if I was invited to the watch along, but that's neither here nor there. It looks like you guys are having a great time. I was watching you in there in spirit. but You my- will never <laughs> be invited. I think uh, some of the opinions I shared this morning with Donna were not be allowed over Facebook. Yeah, but. he was really like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Contrary Crabby I loved I loved half of it and hated the other half. But one thing I did particularly love was uh, seeing Elton John Hit the stage with Miley Cyrus. They sang Tiny Dancer. It Whoa. was absolutely phenomenal. A little, yeah. I, I I liked it. Okay. I didn't think that was Miley's best. Did she go upstairs though later? That was kind of low in her re- register, and it didn't. It felt not like it wasn't hitting the high marks like you wanted to. Right. I think she was taking her own little version of it, yeah. which I Great normally song. normally I, 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 d- okay. I don't approve of. But Elton just sounded phenomenal. It sounded like he had like a southern accent. Ladies and gentlemen, Miley Cyrus. His voice kind of has is a little deeper. It's kind of a little, you know. Yeah. I'm definitely getting tickets when it comes. I think February, I might have so. to go too. All right. What was your All favorite? Right. So my favorite was Kesha. Mm. So Kesha actually took the stage. All in, she was in white except for uh, an embroidered uh, jacket. All the women, so she had a group of women singing with her, uh, some of whom you would recognize, like Cindy Lauper, Camilla uh, Cabello, uh, Julia Michaels, to sing her ballad, Praying. I well, goosies. abrupt. Yeah, I totally got goosies on that. I mean, did she get a standing ovation for that? I believe oh, yeah. she did. She didn't get a Grammy though. That made me mad. That's all right. She lost a what's his face? Sharon, your boyfriend. I, I mean, I think he deserved to win. <laughs> yeah. Okay, more on that later, yeah. Steve. What was your favorite performance? Uh, mine was at the start of the show. So not a great sign when the highlight of the show is right at the beginning. <laughs> I know, and then but, everything kind of went really. But let, yeah, let's hear a little Kendrick Lamar. 
Oh, this is when you two stormed the stage. Uh, it was like when they, the unwanted upload of their songs on your iPhone. Oh my god, it was so good. He was so good. It was so good. The choreography was really cool. Now, there was something kind of interesting in the performance was it would break away, and then Dave Chappelle would suddenly (laughs) say something for 15 seconds. And then, boom, it's back to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, it was very strange. It was like, what's happening right now? Uh, and then he, yeah, it was weird. Do we have that clip? The, oh, I, I, well, yeah, I think so. Dave Chappelle. Winning Best Comedy Album. No, no, no. Of him come, uh, Do we have him coming in? on? Uh, yes, yes, we do. Here comes Dave Chappelle. Out of nowhere. Random. <laughs> I'm Dave Chappelle And I just wanted to remind the audience That the only thing more frightening than watching a black man be honest in America Is being an honest black man in America Sorry for the interruption Please continue And then, and then it, goes it goes right back, back in <laughs> That was a fantastic performance. The bummer was. It was great. And then Lady Gaga was the second performer, and she was really melodramatic. Joanne came down. The energy came down, which I'm fine with having a slow song. But right after Kendrick Kendrick Lamar's performance was bang, 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 bang. And like literally, by the swooning. way. Yeah, at one point it was bang, 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 and all of his background dancers kept falling down. It was pretty cool. Uh, and then we had Sam Smith. Slow song. We had uh, another little big town, little big town, little boar town. I mean, holy boy, <laughs> it was uh, really sleepy. Plus, they had one of the guys from the BGs singing with Little Big Town. Unless no, he's actually a member, he's of the a band. member of the band. He's That's a member of the band. Uh, so it started so high, and then it just <laughs> lost my interest with each passing performance. Then Bruno comes out, uh, you know, about an hour and fifteen in, minutes yeah. in. And, you know, crushes it like Bruno always does. I don't know if you saw this, Steve, but when Bruno accepted, spoiler, uh, his award for best album, he, or maybe it wasn't best album, it was another performance, but he was like, yeah, too many ballads tonight. Oh, he, he like did. totally he said called him out. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, Bruno. Yeah. We need some more upbeat stuff. It's a party. Yeah, totally. Totally get it. But overall, I mean, the show was okay. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. F for fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll get to some of James Corden's uh, fun moments coming up later on in the show. We'll do that in the ten o'clock hour. Don't forget to vote for Manuary. Who's our is our guy Todd in today? Todd's in. Yeah, repping the uh, Ronald McDonald House. Are we in the spectacular region? Oh my God, we're already in the spectacular region. Chop chop. This Friday, a winner will be announced. Things are moving fast, friends. You sure we're voting today for spectacular region? I like that we're working this out right now. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, it's been there's been a lot going Let's on. Find All out. right, yeah. yeah, there has. Well, it's we're crazy. going to be talking to Todd. He's going to be calling us at ten o'clock. So make sure you're listening for that. When we come back, though, we've got things that make you go, huh? Like a couple that gets married in the bathroom. We'll tell you why coming up next on My Talk 107.1. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. What Get up? ready for edible peel bananas. Things that make you go Things that make you go
up and things that make you go, huh? Yeah. And these really do make you go, huh? Of course they I do. I did it like five times while I was reading this. Okay, so a Japanese company has developed and begun selling a banana with an edible skin. The creation started out as a hobby for this company's technical development manager, okay? The secret to the skin being edible comes from growing the banana trees in a minus 75 degree Fahrenheit environment. Oh. Minus. Oh. Then it's thawed and it's replanted and it means the fruit grows rapidly and leaves the skin with like um, a lettuce-like texture. Oh, really? They say it's a source of vitamin B6, magnesium, and some other things. Um, Something that helps with serotonin and the taste. They say it. there's little flavor to the skin, but the flesh has a stronger tropical taste than we're used to. Huh. Okay. It's almost pineapple-like. Could Can we still bite through it? Because the, the consistency of a banana peel, if you've ever accidentally bitten a piece of a banana peel, it's... Not good. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yes, I think it's it's lettuce-like. Or you could peel it and then eat it later. If you wanted to, uh, I don't know, dip scare, it in some scare your, uh, ranch house guests. <laughs> totally. What's going on over there? You have to wait until the banana ripens properly. So that means it needs to have those little brown dots on it. And it's expensive. One banana is going to cost you five seventy five. Wow. And okay, there's only one. That's too expensive. Yes. So right now. I like about 20 cents banana. That's my style. That's about what ditto. they cost. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, we buy bananas by about. 30 to 40 at a time. I cannot believe that. We have so many, so many banana eaters in my family. We have five five of us. And I mean, it's easy for the kids to go through two bananas in a day, me to go through two bananas in a day. Really? So now we're at eight. My wife, a banana a day. That's like nine a day. So that 40 isn't even going to last us a long time. Yeah, that's smart then. All right. What do you got? I got something real, real kooky here. Real kooky, my friends. And I suppose this would be good if you had a Valentine's date that you thought, I don't like this person anymore. <laughs> okay. Out of the Bronx. The Bronx Zoo is asking visitors to name a giant cockroach after one of their Valentine's Day sweethearts. So for $15, you do have to put down a little money for it. The zoo says that visitors can name a roach, even receive an emailed certificate with the name confirmation. And you can also purchase additional gifts to go along with that certificate like a roach pin, roach-shaped chocolates, and socks with pictures of roaches on them. So I suppose huh. this would be, let's say you had a bad date with Billy two years ago. You could send him this emailed certificate saying, I still remember how awful that ended up, and you are, here's a, a roach named after you, here's a certificate, here are chocolates, because I care, and socks. I actually think this is a really Fun idea. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I think if you have a date that you're not, you're just started dating and you're not to that point where it's like, I'm not going to buy her jewelry and she has a good sense of humor. (laughs) This would be fun, like a fun add on gift. And I think it's great for the zoo, a great way to make money. Not that they're, I guess they're saving cockroaches, but it's a good way for them to, you know, have a fundraiser with a, a good sense of humor. Yeah, I, I'd rather have the roach than an international. So wait, would star you send registry? it to someone that you were still kind of in a relationship yes. with? Not someone who you broke up with. Correct. Okay, I was thinking of it more in the I angry know. way. 
boom, there's chocolate-covered cockroaches. I think it's kind of cute to do for kids, too. Really? Yeah. Like, if you have a niece or a nephew or a niece and you're, you want to send a little something, hey, Peggy. Peg. Little Peg. Peggy. Look what, look what uh, Uncle, what's your name again? Steve. Uncle Stevie got for you. Cockroaches. Chocolate-shaped right? cockroaches. Huh. It's kind of weird. Uh, you know where you might find a cockroach? In a bathroom. Which is why, if I was writing the rules, I'd never get married in a bathroom. Thank you. However, someone just did. Yes, they did. There's a couple in New Jersey. We're going from the Bronx to New Jersey. Oh, boy. Okay, so their name are Brian and Maria Schultz, and they okay. brought their marriage license to the county courthouse to be married by a judge of the peace, okay. justice of the peace. And before they could exchange their vows, the groom's mom started having trouble breathing. Mm, scary. So... They brought her to the ladies' room to give her oxygen and to wait for the EMTs to arrive. But meanwhile, Brian and Maria were ready to get married and wanted to do it that day because their marriage license was going to expire. And then they'd have to wait another 45 days. Mm. So while they're in the, in the John, and because Brian didn't want to get hitched without his mom there, and she was about to be whisked away in an ambulance. And then you don't want to wait another 45 days. Exactly. They decided to move their wedding into the bathroom. The judge came in the bathroom, married them, toilets, sinks, you name it. Now, could you imagine just for a second (laughs) being in a stall? (laughs) You know, it's uncomfortable when anybody walks in anyways. But then you hear like, dearly beloved, we are gathered here. No, then you're frozen. You can't do anything. You can't even do a courtesy flush. Oh, Don't. if you're the person yeah, in the stall. You're in the stall, uh, yes, and then you hear yes, a justice of the peace yes. walking through a, a, a wedding service. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. I mean, that would be a real, real <laughs> problemo. I just want to know if they did it in the men's room or the women's it's room. It's the women's. Oh, wow. Women's room, the which women's they're restroom. always nicer. They often have couches, and aren't they all very not luxurious? Not in the courthouse, they're not going to be. Well, you do have some luxurious bathrooms, though. We do, like at Macy's. A lot of yeah. them have like couches, right? Spots yes. to sit down, Powder maybe rooms. put your back. Oh, wow. Yes, they have, you know, changing stations. Yeah. You guys have changing stations too, though, right? We do. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, yeah, some of them are nice. They're not all nice, though. No. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we got a couple here that are more museum artifacts. Like, this is what I bathrooms know. used to be like. All right, so what I want to know is, why did they have to move the woman... To the bathroom to in the help first her place. In the first place, yeah, I don't know. They don't say about that. Unless they wanted to get her away from people. I, I sure. Like, couldn't you take her into the judge's chambers? Mom's doing well, by the way. Yes, the woman she who is. Had the asthma incident. She's doing well. Huh. The couple's still married. Every and you know they'll have a story for the rest of their. That's lives. the way you have to look at it. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Story forever. Love well, it. if you were getting married at a justice of the peace at a courthouse, you were already doing it in a more minimalist fashion anyway. So if it ends up in the bathroom, it's not like you ha- you were in the cathedral. Good point. Had everything well appointed and then, oh, no, then here we are next bathroom. to the commode. Good point, Steve-O. Good point. Did Thanks, you get to, Donna. Uh, did you get to catch uh, Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live? I watched about half of it. I was very excited to see Will Ferrell there. What, what's your overall impression? Um, I'm, I would rate him a... Six and a half out of ten. That's a 3.25 Gary's. Okay. That's about what I would do, too. Yeah. I would do that, Good too. Great. Yeah. So we're going to have some of our favorites, some of our highlights from that. And also, we found the 1995 audition tape from Will Ferrell for Saturday Night Live. Ten out of ten. Yes. Cannot wait. It got on the job. We'll have some of that for you, too. Coming up next on My Talk 1071.
All right. It was a crazy weekend. Lots of stuff going on because of the Super Bowl. Lots of stuff on TV. Will Ferrell was the host of Saturday Night Live. Uh, we're both in agreement. He did okay. I thought, yeah, he did, he did good. I think he's one of the funniest people on the planet, so I had higher expectations. I think that's right, but I, I think a lot of it is the writing is maybe, because I feel like he owned every character. Yeah. You know, he he gave it his all. You can only do so much with what you're given, right? I thought there was weak writing last week, too. I know I it sounds too. hoity-toity when you get into talking about writing in a show, but last week with Jessica Chastain... I just thought there were yeah. there was a bunch of fall flat punchlines, and and it was the same with her. She gave it her all. Yeah, it's by it's not her fault. Not but funny. so Will Ferrell started off doing his uh, classic impression of George W. Bush. It is I, George W. Bush, and you're right. Remember, the W stands for what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. What the heck is this handsome devil doing back in the Oval Office? Well. The truth is, this is just a set. I had it built in my basement in Texas so I could pretend to still be president sometimes. You know, the way a cop might retire, but he still fires his gun into the woods behind his house. (laughs) These are my woods. I would say that that was cute. That's great, yeah. It was funny. I think it went on too long. Well, I thought it was cute when it went into the song, too. They go into singing uh, Those Were the Days. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the theme song from All in the Family. And, you yes, know, that they was They kind of did a twist on that. It was funny because everybody was giving the old George W. a hard time when he was in office. Right. But now. Totes. Uh, so he did that. He I have to say he was in a lot of, there were a lot of sketches. Yeah, there were. There were quite a few. They also did, um, okay, so they did, he played Gareth, the flight attendant, who that was great. Gareth, he doesn't believe in Gareth God. Gareth was an atheist flight attendant on Southwest Airlines, and so, the Southwest flight attendants go into their normal thing. If you've flown Southwest before, you know they do not do the safety instructions according to protocol. They have a lot of fun with them, go over the top, except uh, Will Ferrell's character was sharing some deeply held personal beliefs. Now, typically, this is when you'd sit through some boring safety demonstrations. Oh, news fast. But we like to do things a little different around here. We sure do. Someone give us a beat. Anyone. I mean, I used to beatbox in college, but I don't know if I can still ever, ever. Mmm, that's nice. 12.53 is a real fun flight. We'll be soaring through the sky like a big old cat. Your crew is Spencer, Sabrina, and Gareth. Your comfort and safety is what we cherish. Fasten your seatbelts and pull them tight. And don't unbuckle if you see that light. Be sure to stay seated or you'll bump your head. And God's not real when you die, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that was funny. And then it went on, and then we'd start it again, and then he would do the same thing. It was really cute. That was cute. I love that. And then he was a loud-talking guy on Weekend Update. I thought that was good. That was pretty good. That was funny. Bits. You know, though, uh, so if I, I watched through Weekend Update. Okay. And uh, But the, the moment, now that was really funny. I forgot about that Southwest sketch. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. But the uh, I think the highlight for me wasn't Will Ferrell. It was your boy, Chris Stapleton. Oh, my God. The he musical was amazing. performance. Who remember just on Friday, 
he was featured in Justin Timberlake's new song, Say Something, Mm -hmm. from uh, Justin Timberlake's forthcoming album, Man of the Woods, which comes out this upcoming Friday. He's coming to the Super Bowl. Chris Stapleton's going. He's coming, guys. I truly believe it. Yeah. Because he's doing, he's all over the place. He's doing a lot of promotion. He's winning all these awards. He's top of his game right now. So here's my thought. Because I think you're right. I think you're right. Chris Stapleton's coming. I was wrong. NSYNC is not coming. Chris Stapleton is going to come. So we've seen Timberlake. There are videos of him uh, rehearsing. They've been documenting this. I think Pepsi, who's sponsoring the halftime show, has been documenting behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's a lot of choreography. And it's a 13-minute performance. So the first 10 minutes, a lot of dancing. His new song, Filthy. Then it'll go back to I Got That Feeling. And I I don't know what the other ones will be. He's going to end with Chris Stapleton. The dancing is done. Someone hands him a guitar. From the ground comes Chris Stapleton. Yes. You feeling it? Yes. The crowd goes nuts, and then they just crush, say something. Do you know who that guy was that Chris Stapleton was performing with? Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson. Mm -hmm. Now, I like Chris Stapleton's voice. That would be my way of critiquing Sturgill Simpson. (laughs) I like Sturgill. You know what? We'll get to some of that coming up in music news for sure. Because I thought I thought the performance was so good. I like that he had him there because Sturgill Simpson's kind of kind of an outcast a little bit right now for speaking out against current country music. Oh, and in country music, that might not be such a popular sentiment. Yes, like he kind of said something. Somebody asked him for a quote about Luke Bryan, and he kind of dissed Luke Bryan by saying. I don't know, Luke Bryan. I don't know why you're asking me this. I've never listened to any of Luke Bryan's music. And so that kind of rubbed people the wrong way, mm. like sour grapes yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, but I, I really enjoyed that performance. Um, we definitely will get to that. But I wanted you guys to hear, we came across Will Ferrell's audition tape oh. from 1995. I have seen this in its entirety. It is just so Funny, and as Will Ferrell describes it, what happens when you audition for SNL is you come out to where the where the host does the monologue, right? And there is essentially no one in the studio, and they're just people watching from a control room. There's a camera operator, and right. outside of that, there's nobody else. Meaning, you don't get any kind of response. You hear no laughter. You're not watching the di- casting director right in front mm-hmm. of you. That it's a very frightening process. See, you know, I would be more comfortable with that. How would you feel? I would want. I would want there, no I audience. If I'm going for laughs. No, that's need... the fun of it, not knowing. Uh, I don't think so. Do you, you see? I think Steve, you work on the on, on TV all the time, and you say funny things. You don't know if the audience is laughing. Yeah, I. But we have uh, we do have a studio crew, so and there's it's a good gauge tough to make giggle. And then I have a co-host, and so if I can make her laugh, then that feels like, like a win. I like hearing that that response. But I get it. I but get it. it. it Elizabeth takes... is different with Twin Cities Live. She doesn't care if there's an audience there or not. Fridays when we have an audience, I can tell instantly if they are going to be fun Right, or right, not. right, right. And she never cares. It's like one way or another, whatever, I'm talking to the person at home. But I can't ignore 50 people in the room. That's true. I want to entertain them. But when nobody's in the room, then you don't have that the, the jitters. I suppose. That's how I would feel anyway. I feel like it's like you're looking in the mirror and just talk, you know, practicing at home. You're thinking it, thinking of it from the other way around where you then wouldn't have to deal with if you said a quote unquote funny line and it didn't land funny and get a laugh, then right. that would take, be a shot at your confidence. Correct. Okay. All right. Correct. Let's hear a little bit of Will Ferrell trying okay. to make a room full of no one laugh at his 1995 SNL audition. 
Hey, pleasure to be here, Richard. This Harry is a treat. Perry. Thanks. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Harry will be playing the lead, uh, the part of Jack Scancy. Uh, now, I hope you've had a chance to look at the script. Richard, I hate to interrupt you because you're doing such a beautiful job here. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but my character, Jack Scancy, is the type of guy that could be a neighbor or a work buddy. The type of guy who rolls up his sleeve and says, Hey, I got a job to do. I'm going to do it. But he's just been dealt a bad hand. Am I way off? No, Harry, that's as good as an interpretation right. as any. Uh, now, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I'd like to start with Act 2, Scene 2. Um, Harry, I'll go ahead and read the part of your <laughs> wife, Carol. Uh, now, keep in mind, this is the night she's been fed up with your drinking, and she's putting a stop to it. Okay, whatever you're ready. <laughs> he goes it's funny, on. Jack. I woke up this morning and tried to remember if I ever really loved you. God knows I tried to love you. Okay, so he goes on. He goes on at one point to do, <laughs> and that's Harry Carey. That's him doing the famous yep. Chicago Cubs broadcaster, uh, and he did that character while he was on the show quite a bit. But he goes on to perform as a cat who is playing with... Um, a ball that you can't see and he doesn't say anything and it's like 60 seconds of Will Ferrell just batting around oh my with God. his fake cat paws at Amazing. a ball that you can't see. Really Amazing. funny. Amazing. Well, as we know, he got the job. Congratulations. And uh, we'll put this up on our on our webpage, mytalk1071.com. Uh, hate to change the tune on us. I know it. But I'm about to put a couple of NFL players in timeout. Find out what happened when I encountered two Philadelphia Eagles players at Nordstrom last night. O-M-G. I'm already getting secondhand embarrassment. That's next on My Talk 1071. All right, Steve ran into a couple of Eagles players yesterday, of all places, at Nordstrom, and I can't wait to hear what happened. You've been a naughty boy. You've been bad. I might have to put you on timeout. I think somebody needs a timeout. You're going into a timeout. I might have to put you on timeout. Time for Donna and Steve to put somebody in timeout. Timeout. All right, we get it. If you already felt bad about the Vikings losing and about the treatment that we saw from some of the Eagles fans, well, friends, it's about to get a little worse here. I encountered two Philadelphia Eagles players last night in the mall. Their names are LeGarrett Blunt and Darren Sproles. LeGarrett Blunt. They uh, make up two-thirds of sort of a, a three-headed running back committee that the Philadelphia Eagles have. Both of them will very likely touch the ball on Super Bowl Sunday. So, I see them. Now, I, I was at the Mall of America and was getting some NFL credentials that I needed for some things that I'll be uh, covering. And it's very exciting. Get to the Mall of America. It's a really fun place right now. Radio Row is there. You'll see some celebrities there. Because remember, the Eagles are staying there. And the New England Patriots are staying there. There's the JW Marriott connected to the mall. And there's yes. Radisson Blue Model of America connected to the mall. So I see these guys. Like Garrett Blunt and Darren Sproles. I'm in Nordstrom. And I thought, oh, hold up. Wait a minute. I know these guys. What department? It was, uh, it was in the, they were in the men's section. Okay. And... Uh, they, I think they were looking for fancy sweatshirts. And why I say that is because there was a woman who was walking the two of them over, and they walk right past me. Darren Sproles looks at me. Philadelphia Eagles running back. I look at him. I see LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt, big guy. Darren Sproles, little guy. Both super jacked up. Very, very muscular. 
Anywho, they go back and a woman says, uh, talks to another Nordstrom employee. Can you come over here and help these guys? Guy comes over. Which one of you was looking for uh, sweatshirts? You know, so I guess a really cool, fancy Nordstrom sweatshirt. How so, close are you at this point? Are this you just point, within earshot or are you standing next no, to them? No, at this point, like, I'm, hey uh, guys. I'm 15 feet away from them. Okay. I pick up a shirt and start messing with it just to not look like a hanger on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I start like touching the fabric of the shirt, really just plotting my next move. Because right there are two NFL players. It's Super Bowl week. We're hosting the Super Bowl. I got to go talk to these guys, even if they're Eagles. And so I walk up to them. Good for you. And I said, I think very casually, you know, I was trying to put out the vibe, connect with them. And I said, quietly, so that no one else would hear. All right, fellas, here's the deal. I work for a local entertainment radio station. And we're just trying to collect celebrity selfies. We know that there are going to be a lot of celebrities in town this week. Can I just get a quick selfie? It'll be it'll be very discreet. No one else is going to notice. No one was around us. No one was around us. Like Eric Blunt smiles at me. Philadelphia Eagles running back smiles at me and says, nah, buddy, I'm good. And he kept smiling. And I thought, well, that is a disingenuous smile, first of all. <laughs> He's like, Usually a smile precedes the, yeah, out. sure, man. Yeah, I hit life's lottery. I'm a cajillionaire. Right. Yeah, man. And I'm playing in the Super Bowl this week. Yeah, man. All right. You want a picture? Cool. Yeah. Wow. We didn't expect anybody to be nice here. Then he says, no, I lock eyes with short Darren Sproles. And I said, Darren, what about you? Now, I could have walked away after LeGarrette said no, but I thought, no, LeGarrette speaks for LeGarrette. Now I go to Darren Sproles, the other Philadelphia Eagles running back. And I said, Darren. How about you, man? Quick oh, selfie. Darren looks like he would take a selfie. He saw a smile. Oh, million dollar smile. Look at those ears. But a cold, dead heart. <laughs> he looked at me. He smiled and he said, I'm good, man. I'm good. And oh, I said, guys, no. it'll be quick. It'll be real quick. Nah, man. I'm good. So with that, I put Darren Sproles and LeGarrette oh. Blunt of the Philadelphia Eagles in time, time out. out. I don't blame you. And it's going to last all week, too. And guess what? I might see them tonight because tonight I'm going to NFL opening night. And this is when it's it's media night. So we the, the, the New England Patriots will take uh, the stage. This is going to be at the XL Energy Center. We'll have a chance to interview a bunch of Patriots. And then the Eagles will come out. So the question is, do I go back to LeGarrette Blunt and Darren Sproles and try to get a selfie? Because here's the problemo. I at mentioned them in my Instagram story. I went immediately into my car and did a video essentially saying, here's what just happened when I encountered these Eagles players. They are the worst. The Eagles are the worst. So, Let's so go what pass. did you do? Start pelting them with socks? No, but I should have. <laughs> I should have done something like that. How about own medicine? And so I, uh, but I at mentioned them. So maybe they saw that I was talking some heat on them last night. A little passive aggressive smack talk as it were. And uh, do I try to get a selfie with them tonight and bury the hatchet? They're going to say the same thing. No, but tonight is a media night. They're not shopping. I get it. They're shopping. Okay, I was just going to play devil's advocate night. Yeah, go for ahead. a That's minute. Fine. You take a picture with that, or they take a picture with you. Somebody sees it and then goes, oh my God, those guys must be somebody. Then word starts spreading. Then their nice little time at the Mall of America is ruined all because of you. That's what they're thinking. That's why they were trying to be chill and be like, no, nah, man, I'm good. No, they just, I'm you cool. know what I shouldn't have said? I shouldn't have said that I work for a local entertainment radio station. Because then they think this is going to be a picture that ends up with them as the butt of a joke or something like that. So oh, what I think I need to do, and oh. generally I'm not a big fan of a proponent of outright lying, but I think maybe I need to lie moving forward. And if I see an ego out on the street, and if my goal is to get a selfie just to show, then I need to say, hey, man. 
Huge, huge fan. I can't. I just came in from Philadelphia. Should I lie? Yeah. Should I lie? Definitely. Come as long on, as you're familiar with the area, if they're like, oh, yeah, where, where do you live? Just say you live in a condo downtown. But, you know, had I come in with a real happy story, oh, they were so nice and coming off of how the Eagles treated, the uh, Eagles fans better. treated us, we'd feel yes, better. But right. instead, they both just brushed me off, shot me million-dollar smiles. Truly, LeGarrette Blunt and Darren Sproles, your smiles are marvelous. However, again, your hearts are cold and dead. And you're dead to me now. LeGarrette Blunt, Darren Sproles, it's on. You're in timeout and you're not getting out you know what, until Steve? next Sunday. What? Now we could cross them off. We're going to have a bingo card, a star search bingo card where yes. you could play along with our show. Right. Tell us what stars you have spotted. NFL player is on the list. Yeah. You can just cross that off now. Yeah, it would be better if I had the proof and had the selfie. That would be fun. If you do run into a star, tweet us, email us, yes. Instagram us. You can take a picture of them. It can be from a distance. That's fine. If you get a selfie, bonus points. We're going to put that up on the show page in the coming day or two, correct? Yes, we are. Because we should we're have gonna it up by tomorrow. Uh, we'll have it up tomorrow. Okay, great. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting live this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from the AC Hotel, downtown Minneapolis. It is uh, like celebrity headquarters. This is where it's going going down. We will be there. We want to interact with you. If you see any stars out and about, you come over, hang out with us at the AC Hotel. Tell, Tell us, us about it. I'm going to go out and about once every hour to try to track yes. down celebrities or people who have spotted we'll celebrities. Get you a bullhorn. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to yes. have a good time. I hate to tell you this. I, I know we talked about how everybody's rooting for the Eagles. Well, now only one state outside of New England is rooting for the Patriots. Really? And that state is our neighbor. North Dakota. Yep. That's because Carson Wentz is from, he went to school in North Dakota. Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, oh. I should backtrack that. Carson Wentz, the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, until he got injured week 14, he was having a killer season, went down with a torn ACL, which is why the quarterback, Nick Foles, whose name you'll be hearing quite a bit yep. more of, Okay, uh, that's why he's playing. But anyways, Carson, that's why North Dakota's cheering for him. Well, every other state from border to border, from coast to coast, rooting for those snots. Come on, man. <laughs> this is messed up. LeGarrette oh, Blunt and Darren Sproles. I know. Forget you guys. All right. Well, that's a good place to go looking at Mall of America. We did some stuff over the weekend, too. Both of us, as far as the Super Bowl activities going on downtown, we'll be talking about that coming up. Also, we're going to be talking, I believe we're going to be talking to him up next, Todd Newland, who has made it to, are we in round two right now? Round two. Round two. For Manuary. And right now he needs your vote because we are 50. I think he's neck and neck. 50-50? Yeah, it's tight. Uh, let's look at it right now. I just want to check it out. Do-do-do-do-do. Last time I looked, it was 52-48. Todd Newland of Team Donna and Steve was in the lead. Ooh, 54-46. All right, he's still in the lead, right? Yes, he is. I'm going to go vote for him Great right guy. now. Everybody else go vote for him as well. We gotta win. We've got to win. we got two guys in this. We've got your guy, Mike Marcotte. Yes, who is, of Twin Cities Live fame. Yes, yes, indeed. So him and him and Todd, he and Todd are our last hope. So go and vote. So when we come back, we'll talk to Todd, and then we'll go through all the winners at the Grammy Awards last night. Bruno, he won for Album of the Year. I liked his speech. It has a local connection, so we'll tell you about that as well. All on the way on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment.